I'd like to thank KTMS 990 and Montecito Bank and Trust for making Scam Squad possible. I'm Patty Teal. And I'm Deputy District Attorney Vicki Johnson. Scam Squad is up next. Sound off. One, two. Sound off. Three, four. One, two, three, four. Scam Squad. Welcome, Vicki. What do you have for us today? Hi, Patty. Well, I'm always telling people to report scams to the FBI at IC3.gov and to the Federal Trade Commission at FTC.gov, and I know I sound like a broken record, but a few weeks ago, we heard from a guest who was scammed, reported it to Federal Trade Commission, and actually got a positive and dramatic result. Wow. Was this the guest who told us about getting scammed when he tried to buy some horses online? As I recall, he had been in communication with the scammer for a few months and saved all of the emails, bank tracking information, and phone numbers. That's right. This is the guy. And because of the information he provided, the Federal Trade Commission was able to track the scammer's website and shut it down. And they actually called him and talked to him and thanked him for the information. Wow, that's incredible. That was such an inspirational show. And as I recall, he was also able to get a lot of his money back through his bank. Doubly good news. Absolutely. So today, I thought I'd talk a little bit more about the FBI and what they were able to do with their website, ic3.gov. I recently got their 2019 Internet Crime Report, and it's full of information, some of it pretty disturbing. Over the last five years, there's been a tremendous increase in the amount of money that's lost due to Internet crime, and it's gone from $1.1 billion in 2015, which is already a lot, to $3.5 billion in 2019. You know, Vicki, it's hard for me to even fathom those kind of numbers. It's a shocking amount of money, especially since we know that not everyone reports. In fact, I'm guessing that most people don't report either because they don't know how or because they're embarrassed about being scammed. You are correct, Patty. Most people don't report, and we're trying to encourage people to do so because it's an important source of information for the FBI and the Federal Trade Commission so that they can track these crooks. And as you know, most of these scammers operate from other countries out of reach of our local law enforcement. What does the FBI do with the information that's reported to IC3? Well, they actually do a couple of things, and probably the main thing they do is to act as a hub to collect information on the different scams that are operating in the country, and they make this information available to any law enforcement agency in the United States, and they do this through a special law enforcement website. So, for example, in the horse buying scam, If that scam pops up and gets reported to law enforcement in another town, that agency can log on to the IC3 law enforcement site and look under horse scams, get all the information that's been accumulated from different victims. And since our guest was able to provide so much information, this scammer will be shut down once again. Our guest proved to be a valuable member of Scam Squad. Absolutely, Patty. 
Before we go on, I just want to tell people if they'd like to hear his episode, they can go to Hub for Podcasting, click on Scam Squad, and I think I named that episode Hold Your Horses. So they might enjoy that episode. It was quite inspiring. Perfect. Yeah. So what else does IC3 do? The FBI also uses the information they receive to track the kinds of scams that are operating currently. And they can use this to alert the public as to what's going on, usually through public service announcements, uh, scam alerts, and other kinds of publications. That's such an important function, since the more that people are educated about the kinds of scams out there, the less likely they'll fall victim. That's very true. Education is actually our best defense for these kinds of scams. And finally, one of the most exciting things that IC3 can do is asset recovery. You mean they can sometimes get money back from these scammers? That's right. If they're able to accumulate enough information, they can form a task force with law enforcement in another country where the scammer might be located. And if they work successfully with this other law enforcement agency, they can find these crooks, arrest them, prosecute them, and get restitution for scam victims. But of course, only if they know who the victims are because the victims have reported to IC3. This is what you've talked about when you give us the Scam Squad good news. That's right. And for people who have been tricked into sending money from their bank to a fraudster's account, IC3 has an asset recovery team called RAT for short, and that stands for Recovery Asset Team. And here's how this works. This team functions as a liaison between law enforcement and banks, and its purpose is to recover money that victims have transferred to the fraudster's account under false pretenses. Like when a crook tells his victim to do a money transfer through the bank? Yes. The RAT team looks for suspicious transfers, and they will notify the bank so the bank can hopefully stop the transfer. So how does this work? Well, let's say you're a bookkeeper at an office and you receive an email that looks like it's coming from your boss, but is really coming from a fraudster. The email tells you to transfer money into a certain bank account, which of course is controlled by the fraudster. So as soon as you realize the email is a fraud, you contact the bank and IC3 they will work together to put a freeze on the transfer before it gets into the hands of the crook. How successful are they in doing this? Well, here's one of the statistics. In 2019, there were about 1,300 incidents reported to RAT with losses of over $384 million dollars. Now, here's the good news. So the good news is a part of this report. RAD was able to recover over 304, almost $305 million, which amounted to a 79% recovery rate. That is very impressive. 
It sure is. But the key is to report quickly, just as soon as the scam is discovered. And of course, there's a threshold amount. So it has to be a fairly significant sum before it comes to Rat's attention. Now that we all know how IC3 works, hopefully more people will start using that website to report internet crimes. That is my hope. And Patty, especially in this day and age when we're hearing about so many scams having to do with the coronavirus, and I just wanted to once again alert our listeners about some of the scams that we're talking about. It just seems to never stop. As we know, we are going to be getting coronavirus relief checks from our federal government. So the scammers, of course, know this, and they're going to be trying to get their hands on this money in a number of different ways. They might call you and tell you you need to give them some personal information to sign up for your relief check. What you need to know is you don't need to do anything to get this money. As long as you file taxes for 2018 or 2019, the federal government has the information it needs and they are going to send you the money probably directly into a bank account. So please, if somebody calls you and asks you to give personal information to get your relief check, do not do it. That is federal such great government. advice. Yes. Yeah. And Vicki, I've also heard that some elderly people may not file taxes anymore, but they receive Social Security. And if they receive it automatically through their checking accounts, then they'll get their check in that fashion. That is my understanding. Well, thank you, Vicki. Would you remind our listeners of the fraud hotline phone number? It is area code 805 568 2442 805-568-2442. Thank you so much, Vicki. We look forward to you sharing more information on ways we can watch out for scammers next week. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye, Patty.